So like a lot of people will go hardcore for the money and there's nothing wrong with that. But the beauty of healthcare traveling is the adventure, yes. is the experience. So you can go for the money, but don't miss out on the experience. And I think that's my biggest advice to you as a healthcare traveler. Welcome back to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. This is episode 31, all about why do people travel? We're your hosts, Kim and Erin G. We are healthcare travelers, and this podcast is all about healthcare traveling and international travel and all of our tips and tricks and stories and experiences from being travelers for the past eight years. Yeah, living, living out, out of our Jeep. Jeep yeah, much. absolutely. And we're super excited for this episode. It was inspired by a conversation we had this past weekend with a whole group of travelers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a meetup here in Chico and we got to meet so many cool travelers. Yeah, I love when we do meetups. It's like I one know. of my favorite things. And we always say that we're going to do a lot more of them, but every time we do them, they end up being so much fun and so inspiring and so awesome to just to basically realize that any city we're in there's tons of travelers around yeah i know and it's like one of those things that we always say we're gonna do like we're gonna put it on the calendar and we're gonna like we're gonna get this going Mm -hmm. and we kept putting it off and putting it off and here we are the last three weeks and we finally did it it was so much fun Mm -hmm. and just again like you're meeting your people and then we met people were like, wow, how cool. Like, we can go to dinner. We can go here. Let's go for a hike. And we're like, we're moving in three weeks. So it's... It was good because we've been busy. So. Well, right. We we don't have much of a social life at this point because mm-hmm. we're all like, work, 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 side hustle. Oh, what? You're giving me the eye. You're banging on the table. Okay. Um, but just as a side note, meetups are a great way to meet people. So even if you are new to an area, get into the Facebook group, Freedom, or what's our Facebook group? Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs. Um, that's, you know, a great group. There's Empowered Travelers group. That's Laura's group. The Traveling, Traveling Travelers. Traveler. Julia. It's a therapist group. Get in there and say, hey, I just moved to this area. Is any other travelers around? Do you guys want to grab dinner? Like, you can easily just, like, set it up and kind of just wing it. So, Absolutely. that's a, I would definitely do that if I was... Um, a solo traveler, for um, sure. Or even a couple. <laughs> be, yeah. nice, be nice to meet people. That's true. Yeah. We need friends, too. We need friends. We need friends. <laughs> Before we get into this episode, we wanted to talk to you guys about an awesome resource that Kim and I have created for healthcare travelers. It is called Traveler School. It is the first ever online course that walks you through A to Z on everything you need to know about healthcare traveling, all the way from understanding bill rates on how we get paid negotiating contracts, finding the right recruiter, finding the right company, to resumes, to interviews, everything under the sun that you would need to be a badass traveler. And we put it all in one place, so it's super simple. Once you enroll, you get access to all seven modules, all the bonuses, the private podcast, the Facebook group, you get everything, mm-hmm. and you have lifetime access. Um, yeah, and so and you can go through the material at your own time, at your own pace, and as the industry changes, we'll be updating it as things change. And yeah, you'll have access to it forever. We're doing a big launch next week to kick off. Um, so that'll be the, what, the 7th? The 7th of, of February. February 2020. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. And um, if you're interested in learning more about Traveler School, you can go to our website, kimandarengy.com forward slash school and I guess the only thing I'd like to add to that is is you know a lot of times as healthcare travelers you kind of just learn from other travelers along the way and so Kim and I have really 
put a lot of time and effort and years into researching and, and talking to companies and talking to the right people that really understand this industry. And then also taking our own stories and our own things that we have seen along our eight years of traveling. I mean, really put it all out there on this course. So it is literally, like I said at the beginning, an amazing resource that I feel like every traveler who's starting out should definitely do. Yeah, I like that you brought that up because we made so many mistakes in the beginning just wasting time, wasting money. Mm. And so we wanted to teach everything we've learned over the years, everything we've learned by trial and error, and also researching and talking to the right people and put it all in one place so travelers don't have to make the same mistakes we did. And it's what we wish we would have had when we started eight years ago. Um, and so anyways. Yeah, just like Kim said. So if this is like piquing your interest, then definitely go check it out on kimandarrang.com. That's K I M. A-N-D-E-R-R-A-N-G dot com. Forward slash T-School. Yep. Okay, cool. Let's get into the episode. Do it. So we are currently living in Chico, California. Not, not to be confused with Chino. Not to be confused with Chino for anyone who's watched The O.C. It used <laughs> to be my favorite show and we all know Bad Boy Ryan came from Chino, mm-hmm. which was apparently, or is actually, like a very rough town. Mm-hmm. Lots of gangs and different things. And so when we were moving to Chico, I thought it was Chino. Okay. We went off on a change. Thanks to Instagram story, somebody corrected you. It's actually Chino. So Chico is actually a great place. It's a college town. So anyway, everybody gets it. We're in Chico. Okay. We're in Chico. And we did a traveler meetup. On Saturday, which was really fun. So there was 12 of us, and we all went to the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. If you're in Chico, that's a must. It's really cool. They've got great food. Great beer. Great beer. You can sit outside on a patio, which we weren't able to do because it was pouring down rain, which was a total bummer. But They also have wine there, too. Yeah, I drink some wine, and, and the wine's pretty good. They have like different options, all California, most of them California, which I appreciate. And um, it's just a cool place, so mm-hmm. definitely go there if you're in Chico. So we went there. We met up with every, we met up with the crew, the traveling crew, and what I love about that is we knew two people. Yeah, out of the twelve, we knew two. Yeah, both of them were traveler school students, mm-hmm. and we knew them from Trapcon. Well, in Dallas and Roxy. Yeah, we knew them too. So four. Aaron works with Dallas, <laughs> so we knew four out of the twelve. And but it's again, like we were saying, it's such a great way to meet and connect with other like-minded people because travelers like we're a little weird we're a little crazy our lifestyles are a little wild and Mm. people don't always understand what we do yeah unconventional and so you get us all together and it's like we're talking about you know all of our assignments and all these places we've lived and trips that we have coming up and where we're going next and it's just like we get each other we speak the same language and it's really fun it's always inspiring Mm -hmm. too to meet with other travelers so and what was cool about it is a lot of times you know when you don't know people people tend to come with other people and then it tends to get it can get clicky just naturally right you're sitting at a big table you're in a restaurant people tend to talk but one thing that I always like to do is try to come up with a cool question that can get everybody involved and so this time I just I actually had seven questions and that kind of overwhelmed kind of overwhelmed people but I wanted to know you know name where they're originally from how many years they've been traveling and what was their what they what do they love the most from traveling? Well, and pros and cons. Yeah. Okay, so I know it was, it was hilarious because you're first of all I just want to say like you're so good at that. Like 
bringing people together in that way because you know we're at this huge table and we're all talking in different groups and there's a million conversations going on but not everybody's included together and so just by simply kind of having this um I don't discussion. Group discussion. It brought everybody in, and we all started talking together, and it was, it was really fun. Kind of breaks the ice. It breaks the ice, and everybody, and everyone's excited to hear what everyone else is saying and whatever. It also helps my anxiety to have one conversation and not fifteen. Yeah, it's a lot because you feel like you're being pulled in a million different directions, mm-hmm. and you want to talk to everybody, but like you, you physically can't because you're screaming across the table. So it just kind of brings everybody in. Mm-hmm. And so the funny part was, Aaron was like, okay, so here's the questions. And he had like 10 questions. And, and, and people were like starting to like, wait, I don't even know what the question was. Because not only, because of course, when you start answering the questions, the conversations are happening. Like, oh my gosh, you've been there too. Or, oh, you're from here. And then these side things were happening. And then we forgot where we even were. And, and then I felt like funny. people felt like there was pressure to yeah, answer the like, question properly. Like, wait, what was number three? I forgot. Did I do, did I, did yeah. I do it well? And yeah. I was like, you did fine. It was just a Discussion. It was, it's just a way to start the conversation. It was funny. Um, yeah. But it was really cool. So we the main things we highlighted were like pros and cons, which we did a whole episode on that, which you can go back and listen to. And then we talked about why we travel. Mm-hmm. And in, oh, and back to the pros and cons. We It's funny because there definitely are some quote unquote cons with traveling. And again, we talked about that in the episode. But we all couldn't really come up with a whole lot of cons. Like, we were all kind of like, ah, It was basically the moving around all the time. And the decision-making, right? Mm -hmm. The constant decision-making. But the one thing that we all really agreed on and that we all basically said was that the freedom that we get as travelers is, it's just unparalleled. Like, it's, there's no other job that I know of, or unless you work for yourself or have an online business. Well, even that can be very taxing because you're the one running the business too. Right. Right. It's true. So this almost, in my opinion. But that's it. Right. Because that's your own job. But I mean, it's like being able to have the freedom to really design a life that you want to live. Like you are designing your work life. You can work as much as you want. Or you can be like us and take one contract and take the rest of the year off. Like, but you get to decide like you're choosing and there's so much freedom with that. And even just knowing like I'm, you know, at this place that I don't necessarily love, but there's always a countdown. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And you know, at the end of that tunnel, you get to pick, do I want to jump into another one or do I need to take a breather? Mm -hmm. And I just think like, it just reminds me of why I fell in love with being a traveler and why we've done it for so long, because I'm so grateful that we have so much freedom to make decisions based off what you and I want, what our goals are, what our desires are. And it can change as our goals change. Right. Like, I'll just say this real quick and then I'll like, Mm -hmm. sorry, I know I'm like kind of saying all the things, but it's like we were in the process of wanting to pay off all of our debt. And so we chose to work our asses off and to just work and, and get this paid down because that's where our heads were at. That's what was important to us. And so we got to choose to do that. We got to choose to extend or we could have taken another contract and just kept on working. And now we're in a place where cool, like that box is checked. And now it's like, we're done in three weeks. And guess what? We're not taking another contract. We're taking a year off, but we, get to just, but we get to decide that. And I just think that's really cool. And so we had this whole conversation about that. It was really inspiring. But I think too, I mean, everybody said the freedom and what I loved about the freedom is everybody's definition of freedom was a little different. And I think that's, what's really cool because if you look at it, 
you if you work back to back, right? Let's say you want to just go for it and you want to work, but you still want to take a week off. You can only take four contracts a year, right? Usually they're three month contracts. And so if you times that by, you know, divide that by 12, that's four contracts. But if you took a week off in between those contracts, that's still four weeks off a year, which is usually two more weeks than you get working full time. Yeah. And you don't have to answer to nobody about that. And that is at its max. Yeah. Right? Like, because you can't just go back to back unless you extend. But, you you know, you got to get to you your always, next place. Yeah, and like, right. But you still get that time off. So at the end of three months, you know you get a break of your desire. Right. And I think that right there of knowing that, one, it can help you deal with anything at work. Mm-hmm. Two, it keeps you out of the politics because you're only there for three months. You're just there to do a keep job. down. Three... You, we, coming from Florida, make more working six months as a traveler, double what we make working six months as a traveler, than we did working in Florida. Yeah. And that's base rate. That's yeah. not even including call. So the money is there to support this as well. Right. Going back to the freedom part of it, um, we were. I was just having this conversation. I feel like I brought this up quite a few times on this podcast because I've been at the same place since we started the podcast, but it's like, it's just always a reminder. And this place is such a great example of this, that, um, one of the girls I work with, you get two weeks off a year. Okay. They get four, they get 80 hours of PTO a year. Okay. So you can choose to save all of that up just for your two weeks, or you can take time off, whatever, which is always what we did. We never Mm -hmm. had any PTO for two weeks off. Um, but they're very strict on if you don't have the PTO, you cannot take vacation time. Not only can you not take it, you can't even apply for it. So that, okay. So that's the story. So she knew her, she's from Germany and her father lives in Germany is having a huge birthday party. He's like 82 or something. He's having a huge birthday party next year in July. So she knew that. Or this year in July, right? Yeah. This year, right. Mm -hmm. This year in July. And so she knew that and she knew she was going to go home and she's going, whatever. And so she put in for her time because it also goes by seniority, right? I forget about all this stupid stuff that you have to deal with. And not every facility is like that. No, but a lot of them are. Yeah. And so you, whoever puts in their time gets it approved, right? And so she wanted to put in the time because she wanted to make sure she got the time off. And they said, sorry, but you don't have the PTO for this yet. We can't even submit this. And she's like, but I know I'm going to have it by next July. I'm going to save everything and put it in. So I'll have it by then. They're like, nope, that's not how it works. So she's like, fuck, like, Mm -hmm. are you serious? So then she just got 40 hours. So she put in that week so that she could get that one week approved and then it was only one more. So she's saving up the next 40 and she's going to put that in. Well, somebody who has seniority over her put in for that next week and got it approved. And so her PTO is not going to be approved for that second week because somebody went ahead of her. I'd already put in my two week notice. Well, she's like, I'm going back to, she used to be a traveler. She's awesome. And she's like, I'm going back to, I don't think she even really needed that much of a push. She Mm -hmm. wants to go, but she's like, I'm going back to traveling and I just can't deal with this. Like I don't, I need the freedom to take, what if, and the summer before she went to Germany, she's from Europe and wanted to go for a month. And she's like, you don't even have to pay me. I don't care if I don't have PTO. And they're like, nope, sorry. And she's like, what the hell? So 
you know, it's just a reminder of like how good we have it or we don't have to ask anybody for PTO. Well, I mean, I hear it all the time from patients. They're like, oh, you're a traveler. What is that? I explain it to them. And they're like, what? You couldn't hold a full-time job anywhere. So you have to bounce around to facilities. I'm like quite the opposite actually. Yeah. And my answer is, is just honestly, Kim and I travel for the freedom. Exactly. The freedom to be able to take any time off that we want, if we can afford it or not. I mean, it's one of those <laughs> things that sometimes, you know, that's why you're a traveler. I mean, even one of the travelers mentioned that, that I can't take a break, you know, the first two weeks of traveling because I'm always running yep. a little low on money because yep. I've taken time off. Well, and that's a good, a good point too is like, yes, we're sitting like, oh, you have so much freedom. And of course you do. Like we're taking a year off and we can. Like the uh, one of the girls, Sarah, that we met, well, we already knew her, but that was at the meetup. She's finishing her contract in um, April, I think. And then she's taking the rest of the year off, right? Because she can. But with that, you don't get paid. So yes, with PTO, you're not working and getting paid, which is great. But it's only for those two weeks' time. We don't get paid, but we also can take off whenever we want. And we also make more money. And we also make more money, which allows us to then save and prepare and get ourselves in a place to be able to take that time. And obviously that comes with setting your life up for freedom, right? Right. I mean, you you can't just have a ton of bills and a ton of medical issues and a ton of different things that you need to get done because taking this time off, you're on your own. Yeah. And so, you know, it comes with setting up your life that way. So it's not just like you become a healthcare traveler and now all of a sudden, I mean, you can have as much freedom as you want, but it's up to you to design what that freedom looks like for you. Well, that's a good point because, you know, yes, we, we are taking a year off and yes, you can take a lot of time off, but we've worked really hard to simplify our life to lower as many bills as we possibly can to pay off debts to just really have less so that we can do this and not have to worry about all the overhead right. or whatever. And I okay. think I think back to the point of what we were saying yeah. was just when you go around a table of 12 and everybody's pro is the freedom. I mean, I feel like you got something there. And then the fact is is everybody's trying to mention a con and really couldn't come up with a con about it. Right. And so what I wanted to talk about was the why, right? Because we all had like similar but different whys and it was kind of interesting because we all travel for different reasons right Mm -hmm. so your why and this is something that we talk about or the first lesson one of the first lessons in traveler school is we have a a worksheet and it's about knowing your why right why do you want to travel what kind of experience do you want to have because that's going to determine the decisions that you're making and the contracts you're taking and we all have different reasons for why we jump into traveling and so we're all sharing what 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 is our why for this year why are we traveling what's the point of it all and so there were three things that or three different things that were that were kind of a through line through the conversation so the first one is money. Money, 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 money. We can we have the opportunity to make really good money as travelers. And so some people just want to travel because they want to pay off debts, pay off mortgages, work their asses off. They don't want to take hardly any time off. They want to jump from contract to contract and just bank. And that's their motivation. That's their focus. They don't want any time off. Mm-hmm. And the beautiful thing of that is you can do that. That's an option for you, right? 100%. Good. Or you want me to keep going? Yep. You don't want to, you don't nope. have anything else to say about that? Nope. Okay. Um, and I do want to say too, just as a side note, that your why and our why changes over time. Well, I, I will add to that. Okay. So you and I's why from the minute we left Jacksonville in 2012 has not changed. Our why's within the contract of 
we're paying off debt this time, we are simplifying our life this time, we are learning a new skill this time. Those small whys change every time, but our big why of why we started traveling to have more freedom, to travel the world, to be able to find other passions, to you know, be able to be location independent and, and take off when we want and not, that has always stayed our why. Right, right, true. Even though we didn't necessarily use those words back then. No, they're I don't think now. I knew what any of that even meant. I just knew deep down that I wanted more freedom in my life to live on my own terms because what we were doing and this nine to five grind, I felt like I lived in a prison. I mm-hmm. felt like I just like worked and grinded it out to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And so even though I didn't know the way to describe it, I was looking for that freedom 100%. in my life, you know, just like having more time to do what I actually want to do and not just, you know, try to make it work every single week and have like $5. Left and to my, my, <laughs> my underlying was I need to find a way to fuel Kim's travel bug. Yeah. Because other true. than that, we'd have been broke our whole lives. Yeah, pretty much. And I think you've done a good job at that. Yeah, done pretty well. I've, I've brought you into my travel web. And I love it. <laughs> it's very sticky. <laughs> yeah, it works. <laughs> um, okay, so money is number one. Number two is the experiences, right? I mean... Just the the nature of what we do, I think, is so cool. Like, the experiences of where we get to live in our own country. Like, you can just want to go to all 50 states if you want. You could go to Hawaii, Colorado, New York, San Francisco. Like, get to live in all these cool places that you normally probably wouldn't just pick up your life and go move there. But you get to get a taste of it. And you get to go and experience these cool places. Well, and I think, too, because, one, if you're from Florida, let's just say, and you've never been out of Florida, your dream might be to go to L.A., might be to go to San Francisco, might be to go to New York City or Boston. Like, everybody picks these big cities to go vacation to. What's cool about healthcare traveling is you get a chance to go and experience the mom-and-pop cities, the small cities that are maybe connected to these big cities, but they're the most unexpected amazing places around this country that you would never just go and like you said uproot your life and go experience it right but a lot of people find these smaller towns and they just fall in love with it and end up taking a full-time job because it's just nothing like they've ever seen before right right? well and i think another really unique thing is like you said you go on a vacation like you like before we started traveling we were saving to one day take a trip to san francisco Mm-hmm. It was on our vision board, the Golden Gate Bridge and the Pyramid Building and dream. all the ferry building. Pacific Highway, like just dreamed of going to San Francisco, going to California. Like yeah. that just seemed like, oh my God, the coolest thing ever. And we're like saving $5 a month or whatever. We're like, we'll get there one day. But if we would have gone and just had a vacation for one or two weeks, it would have been a totally different experience than what we get to do as a traveler where you get to immerse yourself in one place for at least three months. So you're not just vacationing. You're not just popping around to the touristy places. You're like getting a deep dive into like the local culture and you're meeting people from that area that get to show you like, you know, cool things that you would never even know if you were there on vacation. And I think that's one of the coolest things. And then people fall in love with certain areas and a lot of people end up settling down. But I think too, you still do have that vacationers rush 
but it's just such an extended amount of time. And like you said, you get to know the locals because you are on a time limit because you have an end of a contract. You could extend if you wanted to. And one reason we extended in San Francisco was because we didn't feel like we experienced all of what we wanted to experience. But you're still like, okay, we have, you know, whatever it is, 13 weeks. So you have 13 weekends to get all this stuff in. And right. so you're, you kind of are like, like we always, I think we've talked mm-hmm. about it in another podcast, but a lot of our Uber drivers will turn around and we'll be telling them things to do. And they're like, you've done more in my city. I've lived here 30 plus years. Yeah. You guys have been here like four weekends. Right. Like you guys have experienced more than I ever have. Right. Which is so true because when you know something's on a time limit, if you're, and maybe not everyone's like this. I think a lot of travelers are. It's like you want to get the most out of the experience. You want to mm-hmm. like absorb as much as you possibly can. That's why we're there. That's what we love. And so you know there's a time limit. So you are using your free time to use your checklist to go to this place and then go to this place and go to this place. And so you want to get it in where it's like when you live there, you're always like, well, maybe next weekend or, you know. It's like we lived in Florida for how long? We never went to Amelia Island. It's somewhere I've always wanted to go. Um, we never went to that Stenahatchee. Mm-hmm. Like all these things. Never that- went to Miami. Yeah, it's like all these things that it's like, well, one day we'll go. But if we were taking a contract there, you mm-hmm. better believe we would have gone. Well, and, and you and I things. have never been to the Keys with each other. I know. I know. So it's just interesting how that mindset of when you live somewhere, you tend to put things off because you feel like you'll always there will always be another time you can go. But as a traveler, you don't get the luxury because you know it's a temporary thing. And so you hit the ground running and you're excited and you have like fresh eyes and you're experiencing a new place and you're just like, oh my God, this is so amazing because it's all new. Right. And then by the third month, you either you know fall in love or you're like over it and you're ready to move on to the right. next because you've checked all the boxes. And I think that's just like such a cool part of what we get to do. Right. And the um, the other part to this one was the the people that you get to meet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like having these experiences and then meeting the people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool. It's like, especially if you're doing meetups and stuff, like if we did this everywhere we went and then we hung out with these people, like you would meet the best of friends. Mm-hmm. You really would. 100%. And that's where, and I think too, I'll add a fourth and it's a conversation that happens a lot within the travel community. And it's when you start getting money over adventure and not finding a balance between the two. Does that make sense? What? So like a lot of people will go hardcore for the money and there's nothing wrong with that. But the beauty of healthcare traveling is the adventure, is the experience. So you can go for the money But don't miss out on the experience. And I think that's my biggest advice to you as a healthcare traveler is have your mindset. Your why is money. That's great. But you're going to look back on this opportunity and be like, man, I missed out on so much. The road trips, like maybe stopping a little bit and seeing, you know, a podunk Texas town, you know, like because we always end up driving like going to Bucky's. Or just going going to different places that you never would go to that you get the opportunity to go to because you're Paducah. We always stop in Paducah, Kentucky. We go to either Cracker Barrel or Olive Garden every time we go there. We we did go to Chick Fil A last time. Yeah, um, but that. that's our stop, and we actually get really excited about going into Paducah. And of, of course, there's probably a lot more in Paducah that we could go experience. But um, it's just about seeing these small towns and really experiencing the beauty of what we get to do on a regular basis yeah. um, and not being so focused on money that you miss out on those opportunities. Yeah. 
like, yeah, I think, but it also goes back to your why. If you're just in a zone where you want to make money, then, you know. I still think even then, like, you should still, like, really focus on, you know, really having an experience. Opening yourself up to experiences. Because right. it's the whole, I'll say that where we currently are living is the first contract I think we've ever taken where we have not explored the way that we usually do. Like we usually are out and about every weekend and we, we see, like we just said, we see everything. This contract, because it's interesting because it was about um, money and also I was working. I was about to say that's no, the, the biggest thing. I think thing. one of the biggest things I was working on Saturday. So we really didn't have any time. So I guess that really is the main reason. We had I was Sunday. Working. Yeah. We only had one day. But I don't feel like we got to explore very much at all. Like, we went to Tahoe. We went to the coast. That was really cool. We went to San Fran. No, I know. But there's so much hiking and there's so many cool things. And it was just like, and we were just talking about this the other day where I was like, I feel like this is the only contract where I just don't really feel like we've left the house Right. But then again, we also, I work five days a week during the week. Then you work one day during the weekend. And then you and I have a thriving business that is outside the hospital. So that day becomes... Work day. Work yeah. day. No, I know. We're not we're in a season of like work and hustle and stuff. And and but it was just kind of that it was just an example of like how, you know, I look back on that and I'm just like, wow, like we're in a different season, but well, we haven't really explored as much as I wanted to because Yeah, I, I think that's a really good example though, because to be honest with you, this is where your why comes in. Because if we weren't focused on our why of wanting to pay off debt stack our savings account and then be able to take however long we want to take off to go travel the world you and i would have left this contract a long time ago true because we wouldn't have put up with just working every weekend and only having one day together and not exploring this isn't something that we normally want to do but because we're so focused on our why this contract felt good and it's felt good for as long as we've been here and now we've reached a point where we're done with it and we're moving on but if you and I were in that phase of really wanting to experience, really wanting to like, and we did do a lot of things while we were here, it wasn't our norm, mm-hmm. but our heads were down and we were able to manage the one day together, you know, schedule and getting everything we had to get done and keeping our heads to the grindstone yeah. and going because of our why. Perfect. I'm glad, glad that you brought that back full circle because that's true. Yeah. So true. We would have been on here a long time ago. Correct. Okay. Um, and then the last one is and I hear a lot of people like a lot of people a lot of travelers say this that they want to go to really great facilities Mm -hmm. and work on their skill set like their actual like clinical skills and work with like the best of the best and learn new things and like challenge themselves within their own um field Mm-hmm. And Specialty. so they, and so they're very picky about where they go because for them it's about the hospital. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. I, I've never felt that way, but I think it's an interesting why. Well, it's funny because you love your job. I technically did not have that in my mind when I started traveling, but now that I have the resume that I have with the facilities that I have and along the lines of the facilities that you have, by accident now it is one of those things where. I'm very proud of that, and I would have never been able to get the experience I have, mm-hmm. I have had. I mean, just to name a few, is like I started off at Emory, then I went to Stanford Children's, then I worked at Yale, then I was at Harborview, then I was at Scripps La Jolla. I mean, these are like yeah. massive, major, well-known facilities around the nation. 
Yeah. Right? So yeah. I've got the opportunity to work there from learn from the best, learn from the best technologists, the best nurses, the best doctors. Yeah. So, I and Right. Because it's, it's never been a why. Like that was never a reason for me to travel. Mm-hmm. But as a byproduct, I have, I, I'm such a better stenographer because of the places I've worked, the people I've met, the people that have trained me in different things. And it's just made me just better all around mm-hmm. in, in, a, in, in that clinical way, I guess. 100%. So I thought that was kind of an interesting why. Absolutely. And then the it's not even the last one because we've already talked about it, but the people who are like us that are traveling or choosing to travel because they know that they want to take a lot of time off. They're, they got the travel bug. They've got some big trips they want to take. And so they want the the freedom and the flexibility of that travel lifestyle to pick and choose when they want to work. Right. Because we're taking a year off and we're still, we still have jobs. Right. Like we can literally just call our recruiter in any part of the, like world that we're in, email them and say, yo, we're ready to come back. Yeah. Can we get a contract set up and boom, we have a contract. Right. Like that's just the way it goes. So most people would have to quit or take a sabbatical or take a lot of time off or, you know, put in a two week notice and then come back to nothing. So that's the beauty of healthcare traveling as well. Yeah. Um, and that's why we love it so much because then if you, you know, get out on the road and you explore yourself and you find some other passion, maybe your passion is owning a tiki bar in a crazy like island country like you have the time to go explore that and then maybe never come back right or maybe come back and take a contract after four months and, and you realize go, that's not what you want to do and then go back yeah. if you wanted to and that's the cool part is like oh i need more money i'm, I'm my dream is up and rolling i'm going to go back and take a contract then i'll come back like yeah. we have the availability to do that so that's the definition of freedom from a traveler's point of view 100 percent. in all that. aspects yeah I mean, these travel jobs have been our investor and our um, support system while we our venture capitalists, our venture capitalists, while we build our business, while we explore the passions, while we work on this podcast and now travel and do our YouTube and you know our travel, uh, our adventure trips, and all these things that we want to do that we're super passionate about. It supported us, and mm-hmm. I am so grateful for that. And it, but it's also not only supported us financially, but it's given us the time and the space to take pauses to to dive in deeper and explore these things deeper and see what we actually do like and want to mm-hmm. work on further and, and dive more into. And I just think that's so cool. It is. It's such a cool life. It's a good way to end it. Um, yeah, so I think that was pretty much it. Like We just wanted to go over, especially I think this is great for anybody who might be considering traveling but hasn't yet of just hearing other people's reasons and and why people travel and kind of see what resonates with you and see what's possible also as being a traveler and um and again just some fun conversations if you take anything away from this podcast wherever you are try to set up a dinner try to set up a a drink date or just something get into the facebook groups and ask people and see if you can get a group of people together and you're going to meet friends and Mm -hmm. I just think it's so rewarding and it just makes your experiences that much more rich when you can share them with other travel friends 100% because the ice is already broken I mean you know you could not you could not know them you just be like hey where are you at what facility you at where have you been where have you traveled to do you love it like the questions are already there for you yeah 100%. And then next thing you know, you're talking about some other crazy stuff that maybe you've had in common and you didn't even know how you got there. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, we will wrap it up here and um, yeah, 
Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know what to say. join us next week. Again, we're, the countdown is on for us. So, um, you know, in, in another, so this is week three. So in two more weeks, we'll be coming to you live from the New Zealand. Somewhere in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Crazy. Ah, I'm excited. Those will be some fun podcasts because it's going to be about what we're experiencing on the road. Like live. Yep. All right. All right, y'all. We'll leave it at that. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week. Yep. Deuces. <laughs>